Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dak Xavier Josiah, the host of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live, the podcast. You want to catch up with all of our podcast shows and hear from some of the hottest names in all of anime, comics, movies, and games, such as... This is Miley Flanagan, the voice of Naruto. This is Stephanie Shea, the voice of Sailor Moon. This is Ruben Langdon, voice of Ken Masters and Dante from Devil May Cry. Hey there, this is Kyle Abair, the voice of Ryu from Street Fighter V. This is Chris Battle, character designer of Teen Titans Go! Here's your chance to check out all of that and more on TalkTimeLive.com. TalkTimeLive.com provides all of our ACMG content with new and previous episodes, exclusive interviews, articles, and much more. Visit TalkTimeLive.com and let us help you learn to let go, live life, and love all things ACMG. Talk Time Live! This is Kyle Abair, the voice of Ryu from Street Fighter VI. You're listening to ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. Let us begin. Shiza! Shinku Hadouken! It's time for your Talk Time Live exclusive. You are now about to witness the strength of geek knowledge. Ladies and gentlemen, our next guest returns to talk about the latest work on the upcoming series to hype one of the most anticipated games of the year and possibly the fighting game of the year. That is Street Fighter VI, courtesy of Udon Entertainment and Capcom. He is Jeffrey Chamba Cruz, and we catch up with him to find out what's been going on in his world and talk about the comics and more. Jeffrey, what's going on? Welcome back. Happy 2023. (laughs) Thank you very much. Well, happy 2023 to you also. And yeah, thank you for having me back. Oh, it's been a pleasure. I always have a great time talking uh, talking to you and learning from you as well, man. I mean, like, I almost say I like to live as as from designer to artist. I live vicariously <laughs> through you because you're not only you know doing your doing what you love, which is you know illustrating and art in the comic book world, which is something I at one point I did strive mm. to do. Mm. But you're also doing it with one of my favorite companies, so it's win win for you for this case. And I'm just like, all right, if I can't do it, I got to know somebody who does it. <laughs> And enter right. you. So right. I much love it. But last time we talked, we talked last year. And unfortunately, like, you know, Australia was still going up in a quarantine situation. Mm-hmm. How are things now? Much, much better, actually. Um, <laughs> I was hoping people, so. Yeah, much, much better. Um, people can travel now. Uh, so we're not exactly locked into Australia right now. And uh, mm-hmm. that's definitely helped a lot of people, I suppose. You know, I uh, bet. Just how around. when did when did it actually um when did it uh when did they stop it? I think or sometime, lift it. I think sometime last year, I'd imagine. I mean okay. I I only traveled this year's the first time that I traveled overseas, so I didn't take advantage of it, you know, opening up when it did. I think yeah. for me it was just I was busy with stuff, but also I wanted to wait a little bit for it to cool down. Or for mainly for it mainly for me to have something to actually do for me to right for a place to actually go before I would just randomly travel for the sake of traveling. Right. So, right. Yeah. I, you were, you, you just put ever. your foot out in the door just for a second <laughs> in a way. Cause it's like, all right, I know that it's open now. Cool. I'm not in a rush right now either though. And right. I'll be honest. I still am not somewhat in a rush, but I know that, um, I do want to start attending overseas conventions again. And I already have attended one this year. So yeah. I'm definitely, it- I, look, just being that we've already done this before mm-hmm. you guys were able to, it does take a while to get adjusted to because you've Absolutely. been so, your mindset has been so conditioned on the caution 
reprogrammed in a way. Yeah. Yeah, you, yeah. It, it's going to take time for you to really get adjusted to it. And like, sure. you know, I mean, and each place is different. Each situation Absolutely. is different. So Absolutely. I totally get it. Nobody, mm. trust me, nobody listening to this or watching this is mm. going to fault you for that. You know, oh, yeah. we, Plus, we, we I, want I, I all of your safety. I don't even, I don't, I don't see that as a fault either. It's just like a personal thing. It's, I think we've also, within those years that we were obviously uh, locked in, I suppose, Yes. We've got accustomed to that too. You know, we've, we've all really become familiar. introverted in a sense. I've always been introverted. So this was like, I've, I know it kind of, it sucks to say, but it wasn't too much of a difference for me other right. than traveling overseas. That was kind of the major thing that was, mm -hmm. that I didn't do. And that's why in that sense, it almost felt like I was in a, a convention coma, a, co a coma from convention. Interesting. So <laughs> That's such a way to put it. I'm yeah. For me personally, it's like I'm just waking up again just to attend now. So yeah. I'm really looking forward to attending more this year at least. What was your saving grace during the pandemic, if I might ask? Um, honestly, uh, just because I draw every day. Yeah, that's kind of always that's gonna remain my saving grace. Like that's what keeps me. That's what makes me. That's what maintains my happiness. I suppose. Yeah. I I totally um, get it. And because of that, that's kind of you know, that that made me focus still. Like if if I don't focus on anything else, I can just focus on drawing. Easy, I can I can get through the days, no problem. I can absolutely tell, and I mean, it brought out some of the best stuff that you you know showed us, and we were privy to on you know your social media pages. I mean, you you knocked oh, yeah. out some really bangers. It was like I, I compare you to like Alanis Morissette when she got cheated on. <laughs> and she came out with jagged little pill and just killed it. <laughs> you were at that level. <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest as well, though. Like um, uh, the the lockdown and whatnot made me, I don't know, not necessarily rush pieces anymore. Not that I mm -hmm. was forcing myself to rush pieces, but yeah, I felt like I needed. I couldn't say sit down and just take my time. Whereas yeah. now I that's what that's what just it ends up happening that way. Yeah. So I got, yeah, I'm more used to that now. Now I feel like sometimes these days I'm like, man, I'm much slower these days. And <laughs> I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. Cause the, the end result is still up to my standards or up yeah. to something where I'll be happy with, but it's just, it's like, why did I, how, how did that take so long when I'm looking at, it, I'm like, it really shouldn't have taken as long as it did. It's like, oh, maybe I was just doing other things at the same time i think it, it i could be wrong i can't speak for you but it could be a mix of that plus i mean this is a new another chapter of your life so you're reevaluating oh, yeah. your your situation because right. i had to do the same Absolutely. thing too with yeah. I, i'm doing the very same thing right now when it came to like um you know designing and being you know just banging them out as much as possible working with clients and all that stuff every so often and just trying to be as due diligent as possible, mm. you know, beating the time. I still, I still say like CPT time means corporate people time, but mm -hmm. in a sense, but it's like, you know, I try, I, I slow down just a bit, you know, mm -hmm. and I can probably see the pandemic being a something is like, I need to look at, to value my time, my health, oh. to make sure that, you know, I'm okay. I want to, I want to keep doing what I'm doing, flu you know, you know, um, yeah, as much as possible, but I want to keep composure and keep, you know, keep it together Absolutely. at the same yeah, time yeah. Absolutely. and not be tired of what I love doing. You know what I mean? That's, I think that's the thing. I think because like once we were, 
I guess, not even just, I guess forced, forced to basically remain, yep. you know, in a singular spot. Um, my focus for what I was doing didn't, you know, it, while it occupied a majority of my time, I wasn't just focused on that. And I get, I allowed myself breaks. I allowed myself those things. And I think that's what's, that's why things take longer now. And yeah. it's probably for the better. Yeah. Um, because also looking at it now, when I look at a piece, I can actually gauge it from a different perspective as opposed to just something that I've been looking at, you know, uh, uh, in a single sitting, in a yeah. single sitting where I complete it then and then it's like, yep, yeah, here it is. I could look at but it. But then you the wake up day. at like three o'clock in the morning to look at your so, work and it's. <laughs> absolutely. And not even wake up. Like I could take a break from it. Yeah. Do something else. Go back to it and go, okay, now I'm looking at it again now with fresh eyes. Yeah. And by doing it that way, I can notice things that I could change, alter, improve upon. So if anything, I, that, it's, while it takes more time, it's probably yeah. for the better. It's probably that sounds so better. familiar. Yeah. <laughs> I think as yeah. I, as artists, we all go through that same mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you're becoming, it just sounds like you're coming, uh, you know, becoming a more seasoned, you know, um, artist and craftsman of yourself. Mm-hmm. And you're you're more comfortable with what you do. More or less yeah. than when you were younger, it was like, am I getting this right? You know, you know, will it get mm-hmm. the approval that I want? You know, when people look at it, will people get what they're seeing? You know, you're all asking yourself all these questions. It's like, I know. <laughs> I think now also, I don't necessarily question that part. I'm more yeah. so, it doesn't bother me as much if they don't understand it, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Like I'm not as concerned anymore about, Obviously, like when it's a, a client job, the goal is always the client has to approve. Meet the standards, so yeah. In the end of the day, whether or not people like it, I have to like what I'm presenting to the client. But when I yeah. upload stuff for myself, it doesn't bother me anymore for a long time, actually. Um, even yeah. prior to the pandemic, more so now than ever, though, it doesn't right. bother me how it's, uh, how it's received by people. Absolutely. Um, if so- I'm happy with the piece, that's... That's all I'm. That's all that matters right now. Right there, you go. And yeah. you know what? You've you've completely evolved. Yeah. <laughs> you know, philosoph- yeah. it sounds like philosophically and mentally because like that's that's the mindset that you get when you're more seasoned. That's the I mindset so, that possibly, is like yeah. you're more secure of your own situation. Mm. You know what it is, and you've done it so many times that it's like mm. you know you don't have to question it anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For so, sure. For sure. So now you're lending your talents for the much anticipated uh, Street Fighter Six, and this this week coming out, there will be some uh, you know additions coming out to hype up the event. Some comics that will be coming out for the hype of event, and All you right. are doing two variants of it right now. Right. Yeah, yeah. First, uh, I I found out three actually, but yes. Oh, really? The main ones, yeah. Oh, don't. Um, so yeah, um. Yeah, basically, go, go ahead. <laughs> Continue, my bad. <laughs> no, but, like, first, how excited are you about this game? Because I'm pretty sure we talked about this before. Right. <laughs> We're anticipating um, this. It's it's basically what I wanted this next generation of Street Fighter to look like. Um, I don't know when, like, Street Fighter 4 and 5 came out. It, I mean, I, I could see what they were attempting. Yeah. And I feel that they've reached it now. This mm-hmm. is... The results that we're seeing here is what they had seen in their minds when they were making four and five. Yeah. So seeing this as it is, I'm just hyped. I don't have a console. 
I haven't mm-hmm. had a new console for a while, and this one might force my hand to get one. But I haven't played games in a long time, and I know people think, "How do you like Street Fighter and whatnot, and not play the games?" It's just that <laughs> I'm I'm very design based, you know. Right. Like I I loved Street Fighter even growing up. I loved Street Fighter primarily from the design aspect, um, the illustration, the design, the music, the characters, the stories. That's and what the that's what sold was, me. Yeah, and the game was secondary. It was fun to play, but I can have joy looking, say, at an art book of all the right. characters, of all the concept sketches. As much joy as that as some would would in playing the game. Right. So right now, as far as Street Fighter Six goes, and the design and everything behind it, I'm very hyped. Uh, the way they look, just the presentation, it's just. I will. I will say this: if you do, I will tell you. I played the beta. And I played the demo mm-hmm. and boy, this is, this is not, you know, I'm, I, I grew up a fighting game fan. Like you said, like street fight, what lured me to street fighter was two things. The illust- the awesome illustrations, not just from back then, just continuously that you're mm-hmm. carrying the tradition in, and Longvo mm-hmm. and the rest of you guys are carrying the tradition and beautifully, I might add, but then the storytelling too, like the uh, character development of it. I really was intrigued by that. And then on top of that, there was this, innovative control scheme that we've never seen before in any type of game genre before that I am really mad that they're going to the simplistic play style, but that's a whole other story of it. Mm-hmm. But at least street, you know, Capcom to their credit, they're pleasing everybody. They're putting yeah. in both, but I yeah. will tell you this. You're going to want to get a, a PS five whenever you get a chance. Know, Cause this is the ultimate fighting game that I've, this is the way I've always wanted to play street fighter. And the fact that you're going to be able to create your own uh, avatars and just roam the streets and, and be immersed into the universe. It is just, it is something to, I, I can't, I can't even believe I'm be able to do this uh, when it comes out. It's just, it's an amazing thing that they're doing. It looks good. I think, yeah, they're, they're trying things for this, which they've obviously never tried before. And, um, just, it's yeah, very the impressive. Way the, the, yeah, the way the characters look to me is where it really is what, it's what's pulling me in. I'm like, okay, to me, this is kind of a proper evolution of, say, the characters. And I'm all about character development and design and how they evolve. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, surely we can say the reason why they don't look too different for in, in 4 and 5 is because in, story, in sequential storytelling, those yeah. actually don't take place in the future. Yeah. So, but that's what you you know that's where they modeled it whereas 6 is <laughs> you know after everything we've seen and that's kind of why I'm like oh, this is this is I what it, I've waited years for I call what they did the the Tarantino timeline effect mm, mm. basically you seen if you watched any like especially Kill Bill if you watched like any mm. Quentin Tarantino movies he switches times left and right so many times and then you get right back to the straight and narrow of the story of the core story of it. And I felt like they were, that's what they were pulling with that. And they, mm. they did pretty good with it. You know, they didn't overdo I, it. I liked it by the way. I liked yeah. four and five. My problem was the numbering. That's where it gets confusing. <laughs> and honestly, I, I kind of don't blame him for that, but I kind of do it at the same time. It's like, I wish you, if you had not stuck to a naming system or if you already stopped using Milking the names, milking the numbers <laughs> at the time, you probably would have been able to fit it within story canon. Because I mean, right. when four takes place in, you know, in in the same timeline as two and five yeah. is after that, all before three, you're like, 
what? Like, no, I'm conf- like, and now we're I'm back. glad I Finally. know this. And exactly now, six is after three, and you're like, but where's four and five? It's like, don't worry about it. Like that's uh, don't worry. That's I had to time. I had to yeah, explain yeah. this to people. Yeah. I had to street mm-hmm. I had to street yeah. fighter explain people so many times mm-hmm. with that. <laughs> It's it's but, understandable when you see it, and you're like, it's still confusing. The numbering system is is the part that's confusing. Yeah. And my next question to that though is, uh, since you worked alongside the you know this project, can you tell us a little bit about what, the, what we can expect from this miniseries, possibly? Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Um. So it's a four issue miniseries mm-hmm. that we're in May right now. So it's actually it is May. I believe it's coming out this month. Yes, it is officially, Uh, it should be officially out. Perfect. It's four issues. It's one issue a week. Mm -hmm. It's written by Capcom. Unlike most of the previous Udon stories, we would write a story and then get the approval, you know? Yeah. So these ones are canon with game. These ones are a prequel to the game. It's a lead up to the game. Right. Um, And two of the issues are illustrated by Capcom artists. Right, like not just you know, not 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 just Udon artists, which mind you, it's it's a privilege for us. It's it's an honor right. to be able to contribute to this. But two of the artists are actual proper Capcom artists from right, you know, and so to me that that already is like we ain't we've not we've not seen that before, right, right, not in the books. So that alone for me is like is is enough to hype <laughs> for me personally. Um, and yeah, it's four issues, couple of covers. I think it's like two covers each issue, I believe. Yeah. And there's going to be an, uh, a zero issue, issue zero. Right. Um, and that one is kind of like, it's, it's more like a short story prior to all these. And that's a lead up to it. I believe that one might be a free comic book day. I believe I, that's what I read on the, uh, website. That they're going to do that, and then it's going to just go on from there. Yeah, yeah. Um, That one is kind of like, I don't know if that one is direct canon, uh, if it's a a direct lead up to the four issue mini, but it's definitely, you can throw it in there as part of, at the beginning of it, basically. Um, I believe that's also the, when I I said at the start, um, I had, you mentioned I had two covers. I have, a third cover as well, which I did recently, and that one is yeah. for the Walmart exclusive comic. Oh yeah, I did so read about you, that. Yeah, if you pre-order the game on Walmart, you get a free comic book, and that's the cover that I, it's an exclusive cover for that one. Awesome. And I believe that one is just a new printing of issue zero, which is still awesome. Not, that is which dope. is great to... because like for the people that you know um, say. Because free comic book day might not be a familiar thing for a lot of video game collectors. So, oh no, I'm you, pretty sure that right. like I, I think the genres, the the uh, the right. demographics do mix, mm-hmm. kind of. That's true. That's true. Like th- there is there's definitely crossover for the most part, but yeah, I yeah. can understand. Like, but yeah, to have that as a bonus with that new cover for it is also that's what it's for as well. That is fantastic. So even though I mean you haven't played the game in a while or haven't even tried this new one, but have you? followed it enough to know it. oh yeah yep but and oh, you've yeah. probably seen some more things that we didn't that we weren't privy oh, to yeah. damn it but <laughs> is there a particular character that interests you in this process i i mean the thing about the beauty about this game in particular is i kind of love all the new ones mm-hmm. 
And that's, you know, that's a nice, that's a nice feeling when I feel like, um, at least the designers of Capcom have, have found their groove again in that sense. Yeah. Where it feels like fully Capcom, at least it reminds me of that feeling that I was having in the early Capcom days. Absolutely. Um, and we were talking about like story evolutions and character evolutions. A couple of these characters feel like legacy type characters. And that's also mm -hmm. really cool to see. Um, even the way, you know, characters that we're familiar with um, have evolved and have changed in their appearance too. That's also, it feels natural. Yeah. Um, doesn't feel as forced. And I do like uh, Luke's new design. I know people it, had issues with his previous design. I, this this version of Luke, I absolutely do love. I, I yeah. It took me a while to get used to him in 5, but 6 it, just feels like very complete... Feels Mm -hmm. I really enjoy him. I think I'm going to like him. I think he's going to be a character that people will enjoy this time, even as a main to that yeah. extent. And you talked about evolution. I do agree. Like um, you, we see the kid that um, Chun-Li was, you know, fostering pretty much. She's yeah. grown up now. Uh, Zangief is now wearing long tights. You know, the yeah. little intricate things that I loved about this that we're seeing now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I love, this is truly evolution. I was, you know, I was worried when they first talked about doing six one thing I was worried about, I'm like, this is the after Yoshinori Ono era. And how is, it, how is this going to be? And how are they going to be able to go on and, you know, process? And I got to say, man, I'm blown away. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they, they, I, they, they're going to be, this is Capcom. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think, um, like, Ono did a great job of what he had done and contributed yeah. to the Street Fighter franchise. Um, sometimes... Uh, new blood is necessary. Yeah. A new perspective is necessary too. And yeah. I think that's what Capcom felt. And yeah, so they went with, I forget, I'm forgetting his name. Uh, he was the producer for like uh, Monster Hunter. Mm. And that was a crazy success in Japan. Now so, I see the why the open zone or open world aspect of it comes coming from. But that I, makes I think sense. that's also why they they were going for that too because they understood yeah. that they needed to do something a little bit fresh and like to maintain the fighting aspect of it mm -hmm. but to expand on what they already established and created so they need you know sometimes um fresh sometimes freshness is necessary so oh agreed in in this yeah. case this was genius <laughs> i mean yeah. like like you said like yoshinari ono um he revitalized the fighting game genre Abs with four or Absolutely. five. You cannot ever take Absolutely. that away from him. When four um, came back, people were waiting like a decade. You know what I mean? So, had, and had it came it back full force. So like it, Absolutely. I mean, we've seen Evo again come back and and strides. Esport, e you know, gaming became stronger than ever as a result. Games, you know, because of that, other games were like, oh, we can get back into this too. But right. yeah, um, but this one, like, it's it's great. It's a great evolution. This yeah, this one is another game changer. I, I think. I think this is. I mean, we're going. We're about to do something that we've virtually have never really. Well, we've. Mm. I think we've done it before in other fighting games, but not this complete. Mm -hmm. I think that like all the parts that were missing from certain games that had these type of you know mechanics, such as uh, the, you know the creative suite. Like uh, Mortal Kombat has had that. Um, Street Fighter EX Plus Alpha had it at one point. Mm -hmm. um, Rival Schools Two and and and. Uh, you know, Project Justice, if you will, they've had that, but it wasn't complete. This feels mm. for the first time ever. This feels complete. Mm. 
and I have and, so and looking forward to it. A lot of these, they'll, they'll fix, they'll tweak a lot of little things too as they're yeah. going along. That's just a given, you know. But I'm telling you, like, I, you know, after playing the demo and de- uh, playing the beta, mm. it was already really solid and stable. I mean, I was just, trust me, I am excited about this game. Okay. Like you would believe, it is yeah, just, I know, I know it's a incredible. Lot of people excited, and I'm really, ex- I'm excited again. Give me art books. I'm all of it. Like just. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, feed it to me. I know everyone's as hyped as most people are for, to play the game. I'm yeah. hyped for all the art books that accompany it. That's Speaking of that's, which, that's what I want. you got to promise me, whenever you, somehow, whenever you get back to Philly, I got to bring my, uh, I got I got the illustration book from that I got from you guys from uh, San Diego Comic-Con. Before I even knew who the hell you guys uh-huh. were, like Longvo, like illustrated like the first side, of, you know, sheet of the cover, mm-hmm. you know, for me, I meant to bring that to Keystone Comic Con. <laughs> if ah, you get the other should've. side, yeah. So you gotta, you gotta, I gotta remember, like, if you come down, I gotta bring that fifty pound book. <laughs> it's a, yeah, it's a very heavy book. It's those heavy. Books, those books are heavy. Mm-hmm. You will, you you will get a, you will be concussed. <laughs> oh, I know, I know. I, I've carried, I've carried a lot of those books before. <laughs> I, I literally would have to put, bring my suitcase with it. Into it. But um, moving on to like other things, let's talk about something else that you were involved with last year, sure. and that was with Marvel with uh, mm. Avengers Tech on Avengers. Mm. I got to say, like one of my most enjoyable reads last year. Oh, thank you. Your artwork was. Tremendous. The storytelling was just simple and fun. Um, I, I, honestly, I've read it twice. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not joking. I've read good. it twice, and I actually have two of the. I have the Captain America that you have in the uh, Iron Man, right in front of me at my desk. Like I, uh-huh. I really enjoyed this. The whole concept of it. Um, you know, we talk about this, but I think you've already answered the question. But what were your overall thoughts on your process of the whole thing once it was completely uh, done? Were you satisfied? Oh, incredibly satisfied. Um, to me, this is kind of, uh, it may have been personally one of the most challenging projects that I've worked on because yeah. of what, what it required of me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it really pushed my artistic, uh, I guess it just, it just challenged me completely. Yeah. Um, I, I, th- I think a lot about the process of what I'm doing now because of that project. Uh, I think my process has somewhat shifted also because of that, because of how yeah. I had to handle that. Mm-hmm. Um, I do say that uh, that that project um, exhausted me mentally. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> just, But I'm also thankful for, because I know during the actual production of it, when I was creating the illustrations and the, and the actual, the, the panel work and, and yeah. the sequentials, I was thinking, I, I, do I have to zoom into certain things and get like little details when no one's going to even see it? And then after the fact, like when it was finished and um, I had friends and whatnot show me that you can, that you can zoom into panels. With the digital version. Digital. And I was yeah. like, oh, okay. So, oh yeah, you can. <laughs> thank goodness. Because <laughs> I, I put a lot into it, you know? Mm-hmm. And at times I would think, I'm just doing things that no one's really going to notice or it's not going to matter. But Oh, it matters know, now with, with the digital. <laughs> exactly. Like it really does. So I was like, okay. Okay. Let me tell you, I got, so bad. I, I got books. 
I got old school books with like Jim Lee and and, and McFarlane and and, no, and Larson and all no. them. And you know the big elaborate panels, they're all good. It's epic. But you know, every once in a while, you you know they got those little small panels and everything. And now that we have the zooming capability, yeah. you see how much they phoned it in. <laughs> well, it's not necessarily that. I think it's like when when you say phone it in, and I'm saying jokingly. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, of course, of course. But it's like <laughs> you can only do so much with uh, an an analog page, right? That's the other thing too. Yeah, yeah. you can't. Well, there's now get like the we... little intricate details, and so. But because now we work on digital devices, we can exactly zoom in and. Still, a lot of artists wouldn't bother. And honestly, they really shouldn't because you're supposed to read a page as a whole as opposed to panel by panel. But also the movements, yeah, the, the yeah. body language and everything, as long as you get that right, it's, mm-hmm. you know, it tells the story in itself. Mm-hmm. And there's other ways to also, um, I'm going to quote cheat, but it's also mm-hmm. just be a smarter artist, right? Yeah. Um, just try not to do that as often or like when it seems too obvious. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that switch it up every so often. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you have to create a, a balance for yourself, but also to keep yourself sane, I suppose, whilst doing it. Um, but yeah, that project really, uh, I was very happy with the end result. It was a pleasure to work on and I got to do things which I never actually thought I would do. So, uh, I remember people are like my mates asking me after this, after that, it's like, do you want to do more for Marvel? I'm like, honestly, it doesn't matter. Set in stone. Because, yeah, it doesn't matter because it wasn't necessarily a goal for me anyway. Mm-hmm. It was always an idea of like, oh, that would be cool. Mm-hmm. But it's not like I need to continuously try to work to get there or to yeah. do something for them. I mean, prior to that, I was do- I did the Venom and that was already enough for me. Yeah. But also like when, when this project was approached to you, like did you have the mindset of like, all right, this was unexpected, but I'm going to take it on. And this is a big project for a big company. I really got to put it in. You know, what was your uh, mindset going in? I, my, my mindset is always, I'm going to put myself completely into it because. Yeah. And you did. Somebody's, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I felt like I had no choice. Right. But right. I did have a choice. The choice was it's the choice with everything that I do is my net. Like this could be the first piece that somebody's seeing of mine. Right. And it's, while they don't know me, they're going to judge me on that. Mm-hmm. And I feel that everything you put out represents you in one way or another. And First impressions, not, yeah. But why not just give your all to it anyway? Everything that you do, you shouldn't half put only you know fifty percent of yourself. This doesn't make any sense. Um, also, just try to have fun with it too. I think that was the main thing, and I think that's that's what I try to show in the pages is myself. Not only what I'm capable of doing, but I want to represent the designs the best yeah. that I can because I respect the artists that are, were involved in creating the designs. Right. But also, I'm collaborating with my uh, my old Udon friend from you know the, Jim Zub is the writer of that book. Yeah. And he and you know I worked with him on on Udon, so mm-hmm. I got to work with him again on it on a Marvel property on characters that I'd never thought I would get to draw. Right. With designs that I've never drawn before because they were completely created for this project. Right. So it was a lot of things adding to it. And so I wanted to make it nice. Like, I, I, I you know, put put your best foot forward always, I feel. Not to mention you, you did the coloring by yourself too, yeah, so. That's, but that's a normal for me, you know. So I don't, right. I don't see that as something that's completely different. 
I know for most artists, say within the industry, it's not as common, but that's just how I am with all the projects that I've worked on anyway. So that was no different to me. But in saying that too, yeah, definitely the goal was to always put my best foot forward and just to represent the property and the project as best as I can. And I know some days will always be better than others. Yeah. But you look at the you look at it as a whole as a, as a project in its entirety. That's how I do it, anyways. So, um, like when I hold the trade, I'm real happy with the results of that because I'm like, this was a lot of months of work. Right. It might not feel like it, but I it felt like <laughs> I I felt it. <laughs> right, right. I I, I definitely felt. It. But yeah, and again, I was I mentioned earlier where this project basically it mentally exhausted me because yeah. I. I worked out as far as like, I worked out my artistic muscles per se so hard for that. I had to, right? Um, Right. And after that, I basically just took a a long breather. (laughs) A long breather from most, like most heavy projects. And it was good. It was definitely necessary, I feel. So speaking of this will be cool, Mm. every artist at some point wants to see their work in motion whether it be like from an animated project or even a video game at this point. So like your art style just automatically, like already it begs for it. <laughs> and it says, mm. have you ever thought about that? Uh, you know, as far as having your work visually, you know, in an animated form, um, you know, in some form or fashion? No. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm a massive fan of animation. I respect the craft behind that. I respect all the artists behind it. And I, and because of that, I understand where it comes from and like how much work goes into it. Yeah. But I, my passion, my personal passion has always been comics. So mm-hmm. it's not, to me, it's not a stepping stone to anything. Mm-hmm. To me, this is, this was the goal from the beginning. Well, even and, not, not per se for you to do it, but to have somebody mm-hmm. like an animation, like say, oh. And, say and random, say random versus makes it on a uh, Cartoon Network or you know Adult Swim or cool. whatever like that, and there's a whole animation team that is you know making what you draw, draw uh, you, and illustrate come to life. Right. <laughs> to me, that's a bonus. That's yeah. not the goal. Like, I don't. If it never happens, it doesn't bother me because that was never the, that was never my intention with this project. Right. My project was to make the book that I want to make. Right. Um, if, if say, uh, an animation company wants to approach me to want to make that into a cartoon, yeah. I, I'm not going to say no to it. <laughs> I'd like to also be partially involved in it too, but I'm also right. not going to. Like, that was never the goal. Um, right. Will it, be abs- will it be neat? Will it be cool to see? Absolutely. I'd be, mm-hmm. I'd be daft to say that it's not, right? Mm-hmm. But, it's yeah, it was never the intention or the goal for it. Um, the book is always like the, the sequential pages is always my form of storytelling. And that's, that's where it ends for me. Um, anything further than that, you know, if, if they want to, if they choose to do it, I'm not pursuing that in other words is what I'm saying. Right. Right. Um, but if it's something that comes my way, I'll look into it and most likely yeah, I'll be like, yeah, sure. You know, provided that they, that they respect the material as well, of course. Absolutely. But, yeah. It's not something that I'm that I've ever been interested in pursuing at all. Right. So, you had the pleasure and privilege of just working with incredible companies like Udon and Marvel, and uh, traveling, you know, to various regions here, especially in Philadelphia, of course, uh, while showing off your incredible work and craft around the world. But at some point, do you just look back? Do you, first of all, do you ever stop 
everything you're doing. Take a break <laughs> to reflect on everything that you're doing from the beginning and just, you know, become amazed at your journey. Uh, I mean, the pandemic basically allowed a lot of reflection. <laughs> like um, whether it was forced reflection yeah. or something that, you know, came naturally. It. I look back and like I'm still, you know, incredibly yeah. thankful of where uh, the, the journey that I've gone through. Um, yeah. I didn't exp- you don't know where life is going to lead you or how how your life is going to be. So everyone's path is completely different. And I'm sure when we were younger, we had a vision of what we would be at a particular age and what we would be doing. I, I never, you know, imagined what it would be, but I also never assumed that it could be a particular thing. So where I am now, I'm, I'm happy where I am now. Uh, I've always been like, I'm very, I'm very thankful and happy with a lot of the direction that my life has taken, whether it be through work and just personally, do you know what I mean? But it's, it's been good. So the journey has been great and I'm, I get to draw it. And to me, that was kind of the main thing that I've always wanted, you know, just to draw and be happy and, you know, be able to take care of the things that I need to at home, you know, like that's the goal. Like, obviously if, if it stops paying the bills then I'll have to rethink or yes, just rework what it is I'm doing. Maybe, um, maybe, uh, attack harder in, in, trying to pursue particular things in order to maintain what I currently have. But yeah, so far it's been awesome. So I will definitely say like your work is a testament of, you know, the quality that you have is because you meant we talk, we've been talking about the pandemic, but like during the pandemic, a lot of people didn't survive it economically, financially, Mm -hmm. if you will. Mm -hmm. So for you to be, and I trust me, I know because like my wife and I are both like freelancers and, we're entrepreneurs. My wife, you know, has a, her own business that I help her with as well. And we had to really improvise. We had to, you know, be more innovative during a pandemic because we were not able to do all the things that we had to. A lot of people had to revert to, you know, video online streaming to get profits done. And if you didn't, you're going to be pretty much out. And for you, you were able to keep going. And I, I would not, not only that, but your, your, your work helped, people mentally because of how well you've done and how good your work is. And it, it, you know, art can really do wonders with the mind and throughout the pandemic, I think you, you succeeded in a lot of factors on that case. And that, that, that speaks volumes of your talent and and craftsmanship. I, I appreciate it. Um, yeah, it's, it's nice to know that people can take something away from like, if somebody looks at my work and goes, that's cool and that's all they get from it, yeah. that's awesome to me. Mm-hmm. You know, um, If a piece can inspire somebody, also awesome. Right. But if it, like, I know some people where it's like, yeah, it just seeing your stuff on a daily was just a nice, was just nice, a nice feeling. You know, it was yeah. the constant as opposed to something that, you know, when obviously during a pandemic, things changed a lot with yeah. everything. But there was a constant, you know, and I tried to maintain, like the constant was to make obviously to maintain my sanity also though. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's, it's tough. Like, again, I'm, I'm incredibly thankful for, uh, during that period of time that it didn't, cause I know a lot of people lost work and, yeah. and all that. And it, it was just more difficult to, to get jobs and to do jobs and just to keep themselves sane to right. do those jobs too. Uh, so I'm thankful that I, I still pulled through, I suppose. Like I, I maintained my sanity in that sense, but also had, had tasks to do. 
um, to keep to keep myself myself occupied, I suppose. Um, so yeah, it's it's tough, and sometimes you know I'm thankful also that I'm able to take like because the freelance life, nothing is consistent. No, there's not. You're, you're, you're well aware of that too. Oh, yeah, empathize. Where nothing is consistent. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Nothing is consistent, and it is difficult to lock a project after the you know the one that you're currently working on. Right. Um, I'm just thankful that I can, I can allow myself, like, I guess people would consider lulls, right? Yeah. Just little breaks in between. I'm still keeping myself occupied artistically, even though as far as freelance work goes, it's not as consistent. Mm -hmm. But so long as I can keep myself uh, artistically occupied, it's always going to open up possibilities for more work after the fact. Absolutely. So that's that's what I'm thankful for too. And like, you know, sometimes you need that break. Like, I think these days more so, I feel like I'm taking more more small breaks than I have ever. But it's, again, possible, it's, if anything, it's it's probably helping more with mental health than anything else. I think that is the one thing that we've all learned to do and value in these days. Is, like, is mental health, yeah. Absolutely. I think if we, if honestly, if we look back, if we look back since the time that we met, we first met when we did the panel in Philly, and then we started doing interviews and just see, they're just timelines of our mentality at this yeah. point. Yeah. And what was going on during the times, man. It, it's yeah, it's, it's yeah. wild. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's you know, we're, we're evolving as people too, I suppose. You know, there's always growing and learning. And yeah, you're I like to believe that. More of yourself. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, how, how can we not see that, you know? I mean, sure, we age, but everything else changes too, right? It's yeah. not just our age, so. Well said. Something. So, Jeff, I got two more questions, but I just sure. always, you're always a pleasure to talk to. And, you know, talk about mental health. You vitalized me just listening to you and what you're going through and what you're doing and everything. And then, of course, your artwork is always, you know, rejuvenates me, as I hope I it does for everybody who's watching and y'all are your fan yeah. base and, and whatnot. But thank you for coming on, as always, man. It's always a pleasure. Of course. Of course. Thank you again for having me. Oh, anytime. So, was there ever a plan B? If you weren't doing this, no. <laughs> and I think I, I can see that as like looking back now. It's a, it was a risk, of yeah. course, of course. But I was so determined. I guess determination. I was just so passionate yeah. about what I about the craft that I didn't think anything else of it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like. It's it's almost like I still was that just, still like that to this day. <laughs> yeah, I was just honestly, it really is, and it's kind of it might be a bad thing, but uh, I was just so focused on on creating on 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 you know drawing on illustrating yeah. that nothing else came to mind, and because of that, it's not like I I had a plan B or I was thinking of a plan B, but there was no plan B. It was just this plan, and that's it. If this didn't it's almost as if I didn't say this to myself or even think of it, but mm -hmm. it's almost as if I went in thinking this is going to work. Right. I, it's, it's not that what if this doesn't work? It's almost like I'm going to make this work. And I think because of that, there was no plan B. There's always like the, you know, we'd always hypothetically ask ourselves now. It's like, Oh, what would you be doing? Had it not been this? Honestly, I don't know. 
I have no idea. Like I would try to always, um, I, it's always passion driven for me, right? So I would almost look at what were my other passions at the time and how could I pursue it that direction? Now I totally understand this, you know, and, and, and would it, and would it have succeeded? I don't know. And there's no point in thinking that because I'm already here. Yeah. So yeah, as far as a plan B, I don't know, but I'm glad I didn't have to think about something like that. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. Yeah. I, I, so, I like to believe that people, and, and it's no offense to having a plan B because it's, you never all. know, but I always feel like plan B's are for people who don't have confidence in their abilities. Possibly. To know that their abilities can't go as far as they would like to, or don't they don't know the the strength of what they can do. But you I know, feel, I, f- I feel yeah. the Plan B is also for those that um, not necessarily like they're not super confident in what they're doing, but they're almost in preparation for the possibility of it not working, right. or if something going wrong, right? Because we life is so unpredictable that something could prevent me from continuing say what I'm doing now Mm -hmm. and would it be better if I had a plan B the thing is though could I even pursue it that plan B that I had from years ago if say something would have happened now no because life like that that branch in life has already passed you've passed it so new branches have to be created right right and who knows what that will be and I'll know when I when it comes when that time comes if that time comes. Knock on so, wood. Knock on wood. You know, I'm just <laughs> I'm just living this life that I can for as long as I can, and the main driver of that is just to be happy with it, right? I'm happy with what I'm doing now, and I just want to maintain this. I think that's if that's my focus, then I should be okay, regard regardless of what I'm doing. Right. I have to be happy with it. So my final question to you, I mean, I mentioned uh, Random Versus uh, recently, one of my other favorite books of yours. It's just totally awesome. Highly recommend anybody to check that out. It's just the best thing that it can happen when you don't have one word, but but the actions speak for themselves. Yeah. It's just out of this world, literally. But any chance we will get a follow-up to that or even a new project going on? Absolutely. Um, A few years ago, we'll... Unfortunately, this timing was awful when this yeah. when we planned this um, at the at the at the beginning or the height of the pandemic. Yeah. Um, we tried to launch a Kickstarter. Mm. That was bad timing. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was incredibly bad timing. Like a lot of projects around us even wasn't getting funded. Like who knew? Because of that, exactly. Right, exactly. I was telling, I was saying to them, I was like, this might not be the best timing. <laughs> um, but we we figured we'd give it a shot. And mm-hmm. so we were crowdfunding volume two. Mm-hmm. Um, I, by the way, volume two is finished. Oh, it's been finished since I think 2019. Oh, wow. Um, so we've, we've shelved it since, Yeah. but um, there are plans to finally release it because it's not a priority, unfortunately. And yeah, that's actually for good reasons too. I mean, it's a like anything creator, you know, uh, creator owned. Yeah, is always it's always passion. It's always passion driven, and right. you know, udon. I I'm thankful that it's going through udon. Yeah. Um, but you know, they have they have properties that are priority, of course, like right, 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 Street Fighter and and all the Capcom <laughs> things. And I'm like, absolutely, like, do not put like 
They'll never put mine over that, and they should never put mine over that. <laughs> just grateful that no. they were able to do it and they Abs- pushed. <laughs> absolutely. I'm just thankful that I have an avenue to do what I wanted to do. Now, right. mind you, during, you know, uh, com- after completing volume two till now, could I have done a volume three? 1000%. But I thought about, I thought about this a couple of days ago. Then I was like, I really could have done a third volume. But then I'm thinking about it and I'm like, technically, yes, but also no, because I was, it's not like I was doing nothing. Right. Do you know, I was actually busy in between those periods. I mean, right. I, did, I did Venom, I did Tech on Avengers, I did some other projects which are kind of NDA type stuff as well. So it's like, I was occupied during that time. It's not like I have <clears throat> free time. Right. And random is really, I need complete focus when doing that. Mm-hmm. Like that occupies all of my time when I'm working on that. Cause I don't, I don't like multitasking. Yeah. In, you? As far as, <laughs> <laughs> as far as, as far as being creative, I don't, cause to me it's like, Cause my, my, my approach and style shifts when I'm doing random views. It's right, my right. thing. So I do what I want. Uh, and the look is it, you can still tell it's me, but it's not the look say that I handled tech on. It's not the right, same right. or street fighter right, or anything else that I do. So it's, it's a specific look to the project. And so because of that, I have to focus on that and make to maintain that, 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 yes. that, uh, what can I say? That, the the vibe of the art style, if you will, it's the like, aesthetic. I need to create, yes. I need to to hold that aesthetic completely in its entirety. So, like I last can't time we spoke, <clears throat> last time we spoke about random view, uh, views, I told you that it reminded me of Photon. So, and oh, that's, yeah. you said that that's you're was one of the basic. only people that know you're only, one of the only people as well that know Photon, and I'm so <laughs> thankful for that. I don't understand why that is. That we need to find I a way don't. to bring that back. We need to that needs to be on a live theater. I don't <laughs> so, either. And, <clears throat> It's, but, it's baffling to me that no one knows it. I was like, because you know why? We're oversat. We're we're beautifully oversaturated with we anime are, now. We, so we are, all of the god given classics, the legends, everything that we have, you know, these these new breeds aren't seeing that now. So they don't even know of it, which is crazy to me. There's like, so you much. Ask them about do you know? It's like do you know Project Aiko? And they're like, what's? I'm like, how do you know about Project Aiko? Oh my Aker? god. I'm surprised they anyway. know about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure at this point, but if, if oh, not well, for the, the fact, reason why the reason because why it's still is running, that's consistent, exactly. Right. That's yes. the only reason. That is but the otherwise... difference. Mm-hmm. They would I'm not so know glad they brought it, that if back. If it ended then, well, I mean, it hasn't ended. It's never ended. That's the thing. No. You know, the creator's been making it since. But yeah, I'm thankful that you know there are still some people who actually you know who are aware of these things. So. Oh, Photon is yeah. a is a, it's Photon. legend. It is not just you know just from the just the the premise of it, but just the art style and everything. It was just, uh, and it was so over the top. <laughs> Beautiful. Course, it's like, yeah, it, it, it's yeah. from a creative standpoint, you're, you're, you're freeing your mind. And this is why we love anime in the first place, because it allows you just to free your mind and just do things that it, it mm. it's, you're going off structure. <laughs> and no, that's what no they boundaries. did. You and that's what, you what you, that's, that's a random views did, you know, in, in essence did, of that. That's what I wanted to do. So I can understand when you say that you're trying to keep, you know, the uh, the aesthetic yeah. of it because you're trying to keep that you're trying to get that vibe of that that type of same, that same motion going so yeah I get mm-hmm. it especially because you're not it's it, there are no words in it it's just all action so you want to keep there being, are all words you know but it's like barely it's, the, the thing but it's is, like the, the narrative it's, is basically it's, it's, the it's action it's there to push it forward absolutely it's there to right. push it forward but it's I 
I try, you know, when I created Random Views, it's not like it's, I don't necessarily want it to be influenced by its surroundings. Yeah, right. Um, it's like, oh yeah, this is like this, this is like that. It's like, it shouldn't be that. Right. Because it's kind of its own thing. It is everything, but it's also not at the same time. Exactly. You know, it's taken all my inspiration and influences growing up, Mm -hmm. but it's also going through the filter that is me Mm -hmm. and in what I want to do. So that's why when I make it, I almost have to make it in a bubble. Right. Um, but yeah, it's, I'm looking forward to when that project is announced again and uh, released. I have the information, but I, it's not, we're not ready to say it. But the, look, long as the fact is, it's, it's happening. It's, it's yeah, happening. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me, that makes me happy because I, again, I look, and, and the beauty about this project is I know uh, somebody asked, it's like, because I, I, I finished it 2019, right? Then I was like, well, the first project is technically, what, 12 years old at this point? Yeah. 10, uh, maybe longer. Mm-hmm. And they're like, didn't you evolve as an artist? And I'm like, well, yeah, but because I maintain a style, the style doesn't necessarily shift. It's just my approach right. to the style has definitely evolved. Um, it, the structure is better. Right. The motion, the storytelling should be better. Right. But um, the style, I'm all, I always reference myself. When I'm doing random views, because I want to try to keep it, I want to try to keep a flow to it. Um, so there shouldn't be much change. And they're like, but usually when you look at old pieces, you're like, ah, oh, it's not as good. And I'm like, I don't think I've ever felt that with random views before, because it's what I want it to look like. Right. That's the look that I'm always aiming for for that project. You know. So if I already hit the mark, all I got to do is maintain that mark. You know, I can, again, push it, push certain things here and there, but it shouldn't be where it stands out to the point where I'm like, that, that feels off. It right. doesn't feel like it fits. So, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to this and I, I can't wait to have the volume two sitting next to volume one. And I am looking forward to absolutely getting it and getting to see you again sometime in the near future. Jeff, yeah. thank you again, man. It's been a pleasure, man. Yeah, thank you. Before we actually head this off and end this, uh, please let the uh, let our listeners, let our watchers, let your people know how where to find you and where possibly you're going to be. Okay, um, so you can find me at the Chamba on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, I'm part of an, a toy podcast called Toy Migos on YouTube, where we do a weekly podcast. Uh, well, a weekly, I guess, video stream mm-hmm. twice actually. Uh, one on Tuesday and one on Thursday. Uh, yeah, just search Toy Migos on um, on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also will be attending a few shows this year overseas for the first time in a few years. Nice. I'll be at uh, Anime Expo. Oh, wow. And San Diego Comic Con. So I'm only doing some West Coast shows this time. I'm not... Ah, the return, to... return of Chamba to the, to the West Coast. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Like, um, it's been way too long and i'm kind of like having attended mefcc this year in um middle east was wow that spark again where i was like all right i'm i think i'm ready to do cons again i'm looking forward to it plus i want to just you know hang out with mates it's been a long time since i've hung out with mates. there's something else more important that you need to do too and that's just eat (laughs) dude you don't even have to tell me that mate Uh, all the American food I have not had in exactly. such a long time. So I'm you gonna very come, much looking forward to that. 
You had to jump back to Australia somehow. By the time you come back, dude. But and I'll get my fair share once I'm there. That's why it's like again when I went to the Middle East, they had a couple of the American food there, but they also just had general food, and I was like, oh man, this is so nice. This is so good. Like I love Australian food. I love the food that we have here, and I'm so thankful that we have an array of like a lot of international food here. Yeah, but American food is American food. You know, it's got to be bad, but. So good at the same time. It's you know what it's it's unfortunate because I've never been to Anime New York. I've I've you've been going and I possibly will go back to New York Comic Con again. Mm-hmm. Um, I've because it's both in the Rabbit Center. Uh, mm. I don't Jack. know if I, I gotta find a way to go to. Um, yeah, is this your first time going to uh, Anime New York? I've not been to Anime New York. This is Anime. So Expo this is Anime. In... This is your first time. Okay. This is Anime. No, this is Anime Expo in LA. Oh, Anime Expo. I can't. Okay. I thought you said anime uh, NYC, so you're just going no, to the West no, Coast, no. Barry. Um, yeah, I'm just because I'm only I'm only traveling uh, for about a month, a little a month and a bit. You're getting your feet. I, you're a, getting your feet wet. In a sense, yeah. It's I don't want to just you know because normally I would do th- like three month trips, right? When I'm mm-hmm. there, because I I try to uh, exhaust my allowance of time, which is three months. Yeah, and I try to make the most of that. Uh, I see. But it's because it feels it's been such a long time since I've traveled to the United States. It feels like I it's the first time in a long time, right? Um, when I use, whereas prior to the pandemic, I was every year, yeah, multiple times sometimes, you know, right, right. So so now it's like yeah, and that makes sense. I mean, you don't want to overdo it. Absolutely, and Comic Con is the one that I want to hit up because I got a lot of mates attending now. Yeah, like even this year, I don't plan on say sitting behind the booth as much as I used to. Um, I mean, one of the reasons is because not all the artists at Udon are going to be present. Ah. You, you know, we used to have at least two to three artists. The whole Wu Tang was there, right? <laughs> now it's I, I'm the, I'm the only artist that's going to be there. Oh, really? Yeah. Even Vo? No, no Vo. Vo's not attending. Edwin is going to have his own artist alley. That's why. So oh. he's not going to be at the Udon. So I'm like, it's going to suck being by myself. So I'm like, I ain't even going to be there. <laughs> oh, no, no. I plan on being there for at least two, two, two of the four days. Right. Right. But because I'm meeting up with a lot of mates from yeah. all over the United States, right. I want to hang out. I yeah. Wanna, yeah. I want to, exp- I want to re-experience the con again slowly. Right. Yeah, so that's totally understanding. I want to hang out. So I'm going to do that for majority of the time there. Same as anime expo if I can too, but not as much like comic con, Xenia comic con is the one. I think if anyone you got to go back to, definitely SDCC is like, you know. That's the first con I ever attended. And it's the biggest. I mean, let's be real. It's like, it's the Mecca for a reason. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) So if anyone to get your feet wet back in, it's like, get you adjusted with that. And then the next year is you just go back in emotion. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, most likely next year, I'll probably do a couple more shows, you know, that's not just Comic-Con or Anime Expo, but we'll see. Like next year is a whole new time. Absolutely. I'm not looking, I'm not looking at far ahead. That's what I've noticed as well. It's like I don't look too far into the future as much as I can. It's like you are so in Jedi stage right now. <laughs> I just I don't know. It's just <laughs> life is definitely shifted. Like we yeah. have to shift that. Like our mentalities have sh- has shifted throughout yeah. the past few years. So like the priorities, the things that make us happy, just all these come to play. So it's like yeah, it's it's too it's too far ahead to to plan. Like you can have an idea of what you want to do, but. I, you can't really plan for a lot of these things because you don't know what's going to happen. True indeed. True yeah. Indeed. Enjoy well, what you can when you can right now. 
Well, thank you again, man. It's been a pleasure, and I look forward to even hopefully seeing you in the near future and possibly uh, having you back to talk about what you're going to be up to next. Sure. Folks, I hope you enjoyed this very special Street Fighter edition episode of Talk Time Live exclusive on behalf of myself and Jeffrey Chamba Cruz. All I got to say is learn to let go, live life, and love all things anime, comics, movies, and games. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. We are out of here. Take care and have a great week. This episode of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live is brought to you in part by Viewfinders Identity Search and Design. Your choice for web design, graphic design, and all multimedia development needs. Visit VFISAD.com and let us bring your vision to reality.